0: Need to figure out how to do that without scaring the life out of everyone. Check my mic is working. It is. Welcome to Simon Miller's Pro Wrestling Show on Tuesday, the 26th of May, 2020. Lovely to have you all here. Look, shout out to everybody. Shout out to people that are joining me live right now on twitch.tv. Forward slash Simon Miller 316 I know I've said this before. For a short while, all streams will be here. And of course, if you want to... um, you know, catch up and listen to even more episodes, you can do that on the audio feed, the podcast feed, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, you name it. Whatever you listen to your podcasts on, search for Simon's Pro Wrestling Show. Make sure you subscribe And again, there's episodes going up there all the time. We do a couple of weeks here. Well, we we do a couple of weeks here live on Twitch. But as I need to grow my Twitch stuff, as we talked about before, it will probably be more. So if you see a notification and you want to come hang out for a while, you certainly can. So for the next hour or so, we will talk about the world of professional wrestling. A lot to talk about as well. It's been a crazy few days. Uh, Well, a crazy weekend, obviously, with AEW's Double or Nothing pay-per-view, which everybody enjoyed. I did massively. I thought the stadium stampede, or whatever the hell it was called, was just a joy. (laughs) I thought it was just lovely. I thought it was everything we need right now in crazy times. And if WWE and AEW wants to double down on this kind of madness until we are allowed fans back in, I have no problem with it. I know... I'm, I'm not alone in that, but I also know that that's not 100% the opinion of everybody. I have a Twitter at Simon316, come follow me. And I get tweets everyone saying it's dumb, it's stupid, it's ruining wrestling. I don't believe that at all. I think the coolest thing about wrestling is you can kind of do whatever you want. And it entertained me. It really, really did entertain me. It was so dumb. It was so silly. Matt Hardy has once again become one of my favorite characters in pro wrestling because Broker Matt Hardy is kind of everything I would want to do as a professional wrestler. And you can go, well, he's never going to win a world title or he's never going to do this. He's a legend regardless. He has free reign now and he's always going to be Matt Hardy. He's always going to have a following. It just cracks the just cracks me up, which is what I want. And I thought Jericho was great. I thought Hangman Page has come so far over the last six months. Easily one of the most... Uh, he's gone from... I wouldn't call him overrated, but he's found his path. He's found his character. And I'm excited to see what AEW does with him him down the line. I'm not just going to run through everyone was there. I thought it was great. I thought John Moxley versus Brody Lee also um, didn't surprise me either. That's not fair. But I wasn't massively into the feud, but I loved the match. Uh, was something else? Oh, Cody Rhodes versus Lance Archer. I think Cody Rhodes is the best story matches in all of Western wrestling. I mean that. It was just awesome top to bottom. Not perfect by any stretch of the imagination, but as close as you're going to get given everything. So it gets an absolute fist in the air from me. And I'm intrigued to see what they're going to do on Wednesday. Because we're going to have a battle royal to claim the number one contender for that TNT championship. Mike Tyson is back. Hilarious. Mike Tyson just whipped his top off. Well proud to be in shape in 53 years old, as he should. And yeah, there was a lot of gargoy in it, but Maybe a bit too much Gaga. I'll give you that. But I still enjoyed myself. Again, so it's difficult to be too it's difficult to be too critical. Uh, a few people in the chat are asking. Obviously, we can't do super chats on here yet. We'll do bits when we get there. If you want to support me, you can. Patreon.com forward slash Simon Miller316. Uh, loads of people came on board this week as well. I clasp my hands together and say thank you so much. Got a bunch of postcards to go out over the next few days, and I'll make sure you uh, you get them as soon as possible with the crazy postal system as we as, as we've got it. Let's move into Raw. Let's transition into that. Let's also shout out pinsandknuckles.com, pinsandknucklesmerch.com. They support Simon's Pro Wrestling Show. So thank you very much to them. Uh, Raw. I mean, I thought Raw this week was a really good show. And as I found out when I then went on the internet, nobody agreed with me. But that's usually the vocal minority anyway. But I got to... I, I don't know. I think having fans in the crowd, uh, NXT performers as fans in the crowd... I don't c I said this on Twitter. I don't care if they copied AEW. I don't care if they've wanted to do this since day one. I don't care what the reason is. I care that when I sit down and watch it as a fan, that I have atmosphere. And this gave it atmosphere. So some people thought that it wasn't as uh, visceral, that's not the right word, as reactionary as the AEW stuff. Well maybe not, but they've never done it before. So give them a break. But I much preferred it. I much preferred it. And I kind of like the Perspect Glass too. Like a hockey arena. I'm gonna presume that AEW AEW that WWE did that because when fans come into the arena for real, you're gonna to have to have some kind of social distancing. A lot of gyms have done that, I saw in China. But it was it made it look different. It made it look different. So I just thought as well, I love the Bobby Lashley, Drew McIntyre stuff. I've always thought Bobby Lashley was just missing something in WWE. I think MVP fits into that wonderfully. And he does feel like a credible threat to Drew McIntyre's championship because Drew McIntyre is ensuring that he feels like a credible threat. Drew McIntyre is just on fire right now. Like He genuinely made me laugh when Uh, MVP called it a Claymore kick, and he goes, you can just call it a Claymore. I saw a few people, Vince Russo, saying they thought that Drew McIntyre was putting on a facade, putting on a persona, and look, he's entitled to his opinion, but in that one moment, that film was like, no, he's not, this is just Drew McIntyre. Don't have to like it, don't have to enjoy it, but I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I got, like I say, a massive kick out of that, so shout out to him, Um, and I think we should just get Lana out of the picture as quickly as possible. I don't think there was anything there to begin with. Do appreciate that WWE is trying to tie that into the story. Um, but yeah it just doesn't work let her go do her own thing i like bobby lash and mvp together i don't know what happens post backlash because for me drew mcintyre has to win but i don't want that i don't want that partnership to be a short-lived thing i kind of forgot how good mvp was as well i don't know if anybody else agrees with me but mvp is just great (laughs) I, i wasn't even a massive fan of him back in sort of 2009 whenever the hell he was around no it was before that must have been like 2006 to, oh who knows Whenever his run was I, it wasn't against him but he was never one of my guys but I think again much like an Oscar she has and a Britt Baker she has been one of these people that has see. he has been one of these people that has seized the opportunity with everything that's going on it's weird that he keeps retiring and doesn't retire but again that's wrestling who who comes out of retirement more than wrestlers um, so yeah, I'm loving that feud. I, I really, really am. And to be honest, the only things that kind of irked me on Raw, like because the triple threat match between Charlotte, Nia Jax, and uh, Natalia was excellent, I thought. Or at least it was well worked. But you know, the annoying thing hanging over my head the entire time was why are we even having this? <laughs> There's two people in this match that shouldn't even be here. It just baffles my brain. Um, but at least the right person won, and it was obvious that's why Natalia was in the match to take a to take a loss from um, to take the loss. And now Nia Jax is the number one contender, and Charlotte can go beyond the 72 other shows that WWE has, because apparently she has to be on every show, otherwise the world will come, come to an end. I didn't understand what was going on with Natalia in the phone call. If you would like to explain that to me in the comments in the chat, which I'll get to in just one second, you absolutely can. That was baffling. <laughs> I laughed out loud. I thought it was so strange. It, it asked so many questions and gave me no answers. And then she had her interview cancelled. WWE seems to have this fascination with making Natalia look as dumb as possible. The fart gimmick, um, there was something else recently she did. Apologizing for brah. Oh, I have <laughs> no idea what it was. I was so entertained though. Can't lie, I was so entertained in the wrong in the wrong way, but I was entertained. Uh, Darren in the chat says who is going to go through that glass first lol absolutely well, one week a pane of that glass will be uh, will be gimmicked and somebody will go through it Matt Guy Moody says I actually enjoyed Raw so does Andrew WM1404 uh, Chubbs can't play 2K disagrees is anyone else bored of Raw yet it's too long and now AJ Styles is gone there's no one left for three hours of entertainment so Chubbs ain't having a good time at all uh, Damn Lemley good to see you Dan uh, Persona or not I think it, I think Drew has been doing great recently I totally agree and, uh, someone has put, uh, Joey Bags 21 just says, Simon on Twitch with, with some kind of picture. Looks like an Ewok. I can't really tell. Oh, I live for the day. We can do bits and everything like that and subscribers, but got to get going with my Twitch stuff, which is what we're doing today. Uh, what else happened? Oh, Apollo Crews. Now I get worried about this because WWE has teased the Apollo Crews push numerous times and never followed through with it. This is the best he has ever been used since he was called up years ago. No question about that whatsoever. However, there have been times in the past where it seemed like they were going to do something with him and they didn't. And that's why I'm worried. I don't want them to just decide not to do it. And you can say, oh, but he's the US champion now. When was the last time Andrade even had a US championship feud? You know, that's been completely completely thrown out of the, um, uh, of the works. I don't know why. I disagree with it. I'm hoping this serves as a uh, reminder that we should do something with that title too. But you can do a rematch with Andrade, absolutely. I know we don't really like going back into that, but that's fine. I am not. Good. I think they had a good match, so and it can certainly go longer, too, on the pay-per-view backlash in a couple of weeks. And obviously, Andrade destroyed everything afterwards, and you had Zelina Vega falling off the apron, so you can try and tie into that. That made me chuckle. I've seen Zelina Vega get chucked out of Raw Rumbles. <laughs> She's fine, but she falls one foot off an apron. Ah, oh, I'm broken. WWE makes me laugh sometimes, but that was awesome. Great promo before and after by Apollo Cruz. Not like the best thing you're ever going to see, but we kept it simple. He's enthusiastic. He's got attitude. He's got edge. Not the edge. I, I just thought it worked. I just thought it worked. And now we got to double down on it. If we believe in Apollo, let's believe in Apollo, and let's push him to the moon. Ironic, let's push him to the moon. Oh, I got still that joke. It doesn't matter if it doesn't work. We don't know that Apollo Crews is going to connect with a crowd, even less so at the moment because there is no crowd. But let's try. You know, that's my key. Let's try. And if it doesn't work, I don't think anyone's going to get mad at that. No one's going to be like, oh, I can't believe eh, we tried something new and it didn't work. But I, I think this is the time. This is the time. You can get away with doing so much more now because we don't have a crowd. It's just true you can, which is why I think they're also doubling down on, like, the Street Profits versus Bobby Lashley and MVP, I thought it was a stupid main event, and I, I'm being a bit negative Nancy, but if you tag, if you want to get the tag team champions over as tag team champions, don't let Bobby Lashley, who is not a tag team, if anything, come in and just ragdoll one of them. I, I, to me, I want to have, I want whoever is challenging for the tag team belts to feel as vicious and exciting as Bobby Lashley is, is in the world title feud, I don't think you should use the tag teams as a whipping boy, basically. And again, massively nerdy. Of course, it is massively geeky. But that's just how I felt about it. That That's just true. But anyway, my point is, you know, they got DQ'd because Bobby Lashley held... Uh, the uh, the full Nelson on for the over the count of five when he wasn't the legal man. I don't think WWE would be doing that if we had fans in the crowd because fans crap all over that finish, rightfully so. But now we're trying to rewrite the rules literally. So hopefully that when they do come back in, you can do more finishes like this, and you're teaching the crowd that the referees will call it as a shoot, as we say. So that's actually quite smart booking, as was the fact why MVP is so mad at Drew McIntyre to begin with. Don't mean to segue back into that, but of course you know Drew Claymore him. When he first came back months ago on the VIP lounge, so that you know I like I like the old school not the old school the um, not old school but the you know the nods to the past I enjoy that and I think it's something we should do more of so yeah I, I don't using the street profits as whipping boys. I didn't think there was any need. I did enjoy the Street Profits and the Viking Raiders playing golf. And I know I'm alone on this because, again, when I wake up, there's always something that irks the internet. And it was this. They look stupid. They look corny. And they do, but they're having so much fun with it. I'm a sucker for this. I've said it a thousand times. If they're having fun, I just have fun too. It's like the Stadium Stampede. They all had smiles on their faces You know, golf is a stupid thing to do anyway. And there was weird stuff in it. The Mary Poppins gag with stuff coming out the hole, running away from an alligator. It's strange. (laughs) It was strange. But I do think there's something in this. They also did the skit when they were playing normal golf before they moved on to mini golf, where they accidentally hit uh, somebody else with a golf ball. It makes me laugh every time. I have an issue. I have an issue. I'm absolutely a child. Uh, Mackay Moody says, I love the Street Profits and Viking Raiders Challenge stuff. Very fun. Yeah, I did. I did. Uh, Corey O'Neill 71 says, Hi, Simon. Hey, man. Do you think Nia Jax will defeat Oscar at Backlash? Usually I would say no, but I think the Becky Lynch situation kind of changes all that because I don't think the plan was ever for Oscar to be the champ. So, yes, there's every chance it could happen. I don't know. It depends on the story. I don't mind Nia Jax being champion. I know she gets a lot of hate, but again, if the story works for me, I'm okay. It's why I like the iconic stuff. Again, the story's a little bit dumb because they're now going to get another tag team match, even though it was them that blew their tag team match last week. But they have used it. Again, the ends justify the means. They have used that to sort of cement their relationship, cement their tag team partnership, and now have a more aggressive side. That's what I really thought that was good. Like They whoop, they kicked the crap out of Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. I do think we need to balance it a little bit better. I thought Nikki Cross came across as a bit of a bad guy. And I thought those two came across as more sympathetic. I don't know why that was. I think it was just intonation and tone. Not that it massively matters. But what I do appreciate is that there was rumors that they were going to sort of tweak up the Iconics before they came back. And it's much better to do it on camera where I can enjoy the ride as opposed to doing it behind the scenes, just going, surprise. And I quite like the Iconics. I know. I think they're quite entertaining. They make me laugh. And if you make me laugh in wrestling, you'll always be. Uh, and I thought also, I think Billy Kay has some of the best facial reactions. Uh, you know, I know they're not the best wrestlers in the world, which a lot of people gives them dissing for, but I enjoy the act. You know, I really, really do. So uh, I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind at all. Ariani uh, 38 says, I really thought they were going to make Charlotte a double champion. Glad that isn't happening. Joe Bags 21 I don't think they will ever make Bobby champion. Pfft, well, n- not at the moment. I think this will be another short feud, but I'm hoping down the line he gets his shot. Because he is good. Here, we've, act- we've given him a manager, which he does work well with. But it's Bobby Lashley in general, when he's this character, completely believable, completely justifiable. I like Bobby Lashley. I think sometimes he gets treated, um, he gets treated unfairly. Uh, Messy Messi Tom in the super chat says, not super chat, normal chat is Twitch. Who do you think will be made to look strong enough to take the title off Drew? It's a good question. Because Drew McIntyre now is absolutely on fire. I mean, Bobby Lashley could do it. If you want to come back to it down the line, you'd have to do a lot of work. I don't think if you want a backlash, people would um, believe it or buy it. And there'd probably be a little bit of backlash, ironically. I don't know. That's a good question. I have to think about it. I don't know. I think we will get a Jinder Mahal title program at one point, but I don't think that will be. I don't think that will be when it, um, it, it all comes to a head. I think he'll get through Jinder too. AJ Styles has left, which is kind of a shame. We should talk about that, obviously, from SmackDown. AJ Styles officially traded to, to Fridays. Kind of sucks. Kind of liked him on Raw, but he's AJ Styles. He'll be great whenever. But the real shame is that I would like to have seen Drew versus AJ for the title. I think that would have been awesome. Seth Rollins could probably go again. Not yet. Rey Mysterio would be good um but then again he's face versus face so you can't do that i don't know that's a great question let me know in the comments let me know in the chat who, who takes the belt off drew mcintyre has got to be on raw right now let's say the brands stay the same although you never know you never know um Macai moody says i see rollins or andrade doing that well there we go he's called cool it maybe andrade he's good andrade he's certainly got the chops and also Messi storm says by the way your video yesterday on how to speak to people and talking about mental health helped me a lot so thank you very much for that well you're very welcome uh, I will uh, I will use that as a, as a cheap plug to say yeah check out my YouTube channel search for Simon Miller um, give me a subscribe and yeah we did a video yesterday uh, I was quite tentative about doing it but uh, talking about the wrestling the last week you know everything with Shad Gaspard and um, you know Hannah Kimura and just people yelling at each other online I was like, I'm just gonna make this I'm not gonna promote about promote it once one tweet leave it move on. Uh, I just wanted I just wanted it to be to be said. And you can think I'm a hippie, trippy asshole. You can say Miller, no one cares. That's fine. Just don't watch it. Uh, but if you do want to check it out, I'd appreciate that too. Because it's still a message I want to get out there. Uh, all on my YouTube channel, like I say. And somebody also asked, 2Dads, will you ever stream gaming content? We absolutely will stream gaming content on here. I want to try and do at least three, four you know, shows a week like this. Some will be longer. Some will be quite short. Depending on what happens, I'll be reactive to the wrestling world. Um, We will move back to YouTube eventually to do streaming, but I've got to give it a month off because it's just killing my views, blah, blah, boring, boring, Uh, or nobody cares about me, which is also fine, but I need to know one way or the other, Um, but uh, yeah, we'll do some gaming stuff, Last of Us 2 is going to come out soon, I want to do some Doom. Um, I just need the time, but we will do it. Absolutely, we will do it. Uh, someone, uh, the one True Good says, I think it might come around to Brock taking it back from Drew. Oh, no, Black, sorry. I was going to say, if you put Brock in there, people get mad. Alistair Black works. Alistair Black certainly has a heel turn in him, and he's a really, really good wrestler. That's a great way to segue on to the Seth Rollins stuff. I thought it was Seth Rollins' best performance as this new character last night. I loved it. I think Austin Theory works in that group great. Buddy Murphy, to me, again, maybe needs a little bit more of a spotlight, but we'll get there. And knowing that next week Rey Mysterio is going to retire, 100% is not going to retire. <laughs> it's definitely a gimmick. Probably re with WWE. Uh, you know, Alistair Black versus Seth Rollins is a great match. Th- they will do something in that Rey Mysterio segment, and Alistair Black will be involved. And I presume what we're leading to is Humberto Carrillo, Alistair Black, and Rey Mysterio taking on Seth Rollins, Austin Theory, and Buddy Murphy. And you've got three guys in that, maybe even four if you want to count Alistair Black, who will really benefit just from getting the rub from the leader of their teams. I do think that Alistair Black needs his own path soon. You know, it's weird that he beat Buddy Buddy Murphy in their feud, but it's Buddy Murphy that's gone on to uh, better things, quote-unquote. But there's still plenty of time. There is still plenty of time. And I kind of see... If, if we t- if we say 2020 is the year that WWE took a chance on Drew McIntyre, I'm hoping that the latter part, maybe 2021, 2021 is when uh, Aleister Black gets the similar treatment. Because he does have something. It just needs to be massaged and let it grow and, and, and so on and so forth. So yeah we will uh we will find out joe bags 21 if drew is still champion by the time roman comes back do you think they put drew over on roman to make him look even stronger no because roman's on smackdown i don't think they're being across you know that's probably one of the reasons why styles got moved they were like we need to bolster that star power we've lost uh maybe down the line but um uh i think think for a while I don't think for a while. Ariani 38 says, any music reaction videos coming out need some new music in the rock and metal scene? I say to everyone, when it comes to reaction videos, just tweet me at simon316 because I'll miss music. And yes, I do want to start doing more of that. So just tweet it at me. I'm going to start, you know, cheap plug, but I'm going to start doing a lot of that um, for my Patreons as well. Patreon.com, slash 316. Because so there's some bands that nobody wants to see me react to apart from a very small community. So I'll just give it to those people as opposed to piss people off on the YouTube channel who's like, oh, I didn't want to watch this, which I, <laughs> which I, got, which I got a lot. But yeah, I think Rollins is good. I don't know what he's talking about because he was talking about Rey Mysterio sacrificing his eye is good for him, but I'm not meant to get it. He's a crazy cult leader. You know, and now his new thing is he tries to gouge people's eyes out with the steel stairs. Seth Rollins crazy, but that's good. He should be crazy. I really, really think so. I think. I think I think we need to do more of the he was more amped up when the Black had that chair and he was going to attack him. I think, we, you know, we, we should focus more on that kind of version of Seth Rollins. Sometimes it can be a little bit monotone, which is the point. But every now and then you're like, oh, man, cheer up. <laughs> but it's good it is good. And given everything that happened at the end of last year, I think we're finding our flow with it too. Uh, Liv Morgan's going to be a superstar. Don't doubt it. Her promos do depress me because she's all like, hi guys. I have no self-worth. And you're like, oh, oh, I'm sorry, but I think she's great. Uh, Edge promo was awesome. No surprise there. Again, just talking from the heart, all based in logic you know all based in reality in many ways they are not going to have the greatest wrestling match ever but look it's just a marketing tagline we had some fun with it we took the mick we can move on to uh we, we can move on to other things and am i right in saying that that was raw i always i always mean to open my notes before i do and i, and I don't actually I've wiped my notes haven't i or have i although, the, although of course the best thing we didn't talk about the best thing which was um, which was kevin owens not the best thing but I was absolutely amazed that Angel Garza beat Kevin Owens. Like, I didn't mind it because it built into the story of his dodgy knee. But, oh, man, did I get a kick out of that. I thought it was wonderful. Like, Angel Garza versus um, Kevin Owens is not a feud that I mind. And I doubly don't mind it because, again, he got the win, but it was through vicarious means. It was just, it was, honestly, I, was so, I enjoyed it so much. I don't even know why. I was just like, oh, man, that is it's fantastic. <laughs> it, it just It's a feud I didn't know I wanted. And WWE was very smart to give it to me. And if you want to build to a match at Backlash where Kevin Owens wins, that's fine as well. Because to me, Kevin Owens is great, and I don't mind him winning matches, and I don't mind that he gets pushed, and I don't mind uh, you know, any of that. I really, really don't. Let me get my other notes up. I don't want to miss anything in the in the chat as well in the comments. If I have missed something, you want me to talk about? You know, it's your show. End of the day, just um, d- just let me know, and and we'll uh, and, and we'll do that. Is it there? Is that my notes? Yes, it is. Sorry to everyone on the podcast feed. It's boring when I do things and you can't and you can't see me. No, that that is pretty much everything that went down. Again, love the iconic stuff. MVP is on fire right now. Appreciate the Shad Gaspard graphic they put up. I think I should. Um, uh, we should. We should. WWE even got away with doing two flipping uh, talk shows in the same show, which usually drives me nuts. But they both served a purpose. I do want to know where Bianca Belair is. We'll talk about that on Ups and Downs for What Culture. Make sure you subscribe to What Culture. And uh, again, two p.m. today, thirty-three minutes. We'll do ups and downs for RAW. I would like to know if Bianca Belair's okay. <laughs> a little, a little worried about that. And yeah, I've mentioned how good uh, Oscar was. The other thing was the Rob Gronkowski. I mean, they're gonna try and get the belt back as quickly as they can. I don't necessarily think that's a bad thing. I f- kind of feel like the 24/7 title could be retired now, and nobody would miss it. Our Truth could probably do more interesting things. I'm glad we didn't see Pretty Ricky. That to me was the exception of the rule when it came to Our Truth. But you know, hey ho, it's all good. I, um, I'll um always enjoy seeing our truth you know, to, to some degree. Uh, Andrew M1404 says, any thoughts on Matt Riddle possibly going to SmackDown? Yeah, I saw this story. Um, The rumor is they taped some stuff today for SmackDown and Matt Riddle was on it. And then the other question, of course, is, well, did they do that for NXT next week or did they do it for SmackDown? I think he's facing Timothy Thatcher on NXT. I swear they advertised that on Raw. So maybe he does go to SmackDown. I've got no problem with that. I think Matt Riddle has done more or less everything he could kind of do on NXT it'd be good if he had a world title run but look if he wants to he's, he's, he's like 36 I think Matt Riddle 34 35 36 there's no need to wait he's the finished article he's not gonna learn anything in NXT not that it's really a developmental territory anymore I'll sit on it and wait and see because you never know when WWE's filming shows you're only ever going to get secondhand information obviously and we don't know what it means but I I don't mind that. uh, I don't mind that at all. I I, I really, really don't. Matt Riddle, to me, would be good on Raw. He'd be good on SmackDown. I do like the rumor that he's gone to SmackDown because Brock Lesnar doesn't like him. I'm going to take that with a pinch of salt. I'm sure Brock Lesnar could ignore him. Brock Lesnar's hardly ever there. If Vince McMahon really wanted Matt Riddle on Raw, Matt Riddle could be on Raw. We'll find out Friday. We'll find out Friday. Does Matt Riddle go to SmackDown? Do you want him to leave? That's the other question. Are you happy with him on NXT? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Smokey Jones 89 says, did you watch the Owen Dark Side of the Ring and did it change your views on WWE? Well, it didn't change my views on WWE simply because I knew most of the information in there. i had done a lot of reading on it over the years because it's just such an awful story. Um, you know, I think like most people, the fact the show went on is is, is unreal. I'll never be able to get my head around it. And I thought in terms of the dark side of the ring, yeah, if you are uh, an Owen Hart or wrestling fan, you should absolutely go out of your way to watch it. It's very difficult to watch. It's not fun. It's very sad. And seeing all the home movie clips of Owen Hart and hearing all the stories, kind of realized he's a super duper good guy. (laughs) You know, some of his ribs are a bit annoying, but they are funny, Like genuinely funny. Um, And it was just... I've always said... You know, this isn't me jumping on a bandwagon. It is up to Martha Hart whether he goes in the Hall of Fame or not. I'm not really fussed either way. Um, You know, the Hall of Fame is a nice nod to people that have had amazing wrestling careers. But when it comes to life and death, who am I to sit here and make comments about that? It's not true. It's the same with the Chris Benoit stuff. Uh, I leave it to other people. They don't need my opinion thrown into that. Uh, you know, would I mind it if Owen Hart got inducted into the Hall of Fame? If everybody was on board, of course not. He, he absolutely deserves it, And not just because he died, because he was a trendsetter, which is another thing the dark side of the ring, um, you know, under underlined. It's just one of those things that I don't think we're ever going to be under be able to understand. Nobody should be falling from the ceiling and dying in a wrestling ring. It's not worth it. It's just sports entertainment. There are far more important things, and I think that's why it's difficult to swallow and difficult to get your head around and difficult to fathom. Because it was so easily avoidable. Especially when you tie into the idea they were doing it. to take the mick out of Sting. (laughs) The irony. We're in a Sting Sting top today. Who may be going to AEW soon. It's a hard watch. It sucks. Uh, But no, it didn't change my views on WWE. It was nothing I hadn't heard before. Uh, I often choose to separate my politics from my wrestling. And with most... I think that's the same with everything. We talked about music as well. Sometimes... There are exceptions to the rule... But a lot of the times with entertainment, you do have to separate those two things. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to do anything because a lot of people are screwed up. Um, But it sucked, obviously. And I thought I think that uh, Martha Hart is uh, an inspirational woman. I will go with some of the stuff she says. I was like, man, you're far more forgiven than I think I would be. And you are a credit to the (laughs) to the human race. Uh Messi Tom says, do you think Big E will be a future world champion? I find him one of the most entertaining characters on the roster and I would love to see him in that role. I mean, I'd love to see it. I love Big E. I think he's great. He's got the size, he's got the look. You'd probably have to tweak his personality a little bit. Um maybe he will. But you know, the new day came out recently doing interviews saying they still have no interest in being broken up at any time. So whether that hinders or helps them, I don't know. Again, they sell merchandise, they're still entertaining uh we will see you know we'll see what happens but no, i think all of them could be world champion i was happy for kofi to get his run i wouldn't mind if xavier woods did it with the right story again and biggie doubly so with that again because he's a huss, as jim ross would say uh, Oliver Wayne Knighty he says, hey Simon, good to see you and to you, my friend. I hope you're doing well. Uh, Patch 112, do you think there would be a time where Super Cena puts over Drew, like passing on the torch to another hardworking baby face? No, I think John Cena coming back now is only going to be for dream matches. Although saying that, yeah, Drew McIntyre pushed right for the next 12 months and then gets John Cena at WrestleMania could be a dream match. So actually, yes, potentially potentially i wouldn't mind that at all but the only issue we have with drew mcintyre is because there's no fans and because the ratings are getting such a tanking which is not his fault you know there's evidence out there statistical evidence to prove it's because of the pandemic um we need to get them back in and then sort of survey it and see what's happening. I think he'd be over like Rover, but then yeah, if you are doing that and you do get a proper huge reaction for him each and every week, then bringing in John Cena will be something that people want to see. So hell yeah, uh, hell yeah. What's you know, a hundred percent. Chubs can't play two K says Britt Baker being women's champion. Well, not for a while, unfortunately. She suffered that injury last week on Dynamite, which did absolutely suck. I felt so sorry for her. It's one of those times where you have all the momentum in the world and then it's taken away. But you know, Kurt Angle did it, Batista did it, Chris Jericho did it. Let Let's try... I think CM Punk did it. Let's get her back on TV if she's able to and healthy enough. And let's use that injury to make her character an even bigger asshole than she was before. I really like Britt Baker. Again, like I say, Oscar, her MVP, I think have absolutely stolen the show when it comes to these empty arena stuff and to use their... Um, use the uh what do you call it the advantage to their situation uh matt1981 qpr i know who that is how you doing brother hey simon do you think rather than copying uh wwe copying aew it's the other way around ladder match for a title shot cinematic matches cody bringing his triple h size shovel the thing is i don't see it as copying either way i meant to say this ups and downs and i forgot it's like active reloading gears of war active reloading gears of war is one of my favorite gaming mechanics in history I think it's so good. I think it's so clever. I think it makes every third person shooter better straight away. And I was amazed that no one copied it. A few games did. One did especially. I can't remember the name now. Is that Japanese shooter. Point being, everyone copy it. I don't go, you've copied Gears of War. I go, oh, that's a cool thing for Gears of War that I enjoy in another environment. And again, we don't know. Maybe Vince McMahon said day one we should put NXT people in the crowd. And his advisors went, no, don't do that. We'll get in trouble. I don't, maybe he watched AEW one day went and oh, this is better, and they stole it. I don't care. <laughs> like, I really, really don't. I'm not saying that you do either, Matt. I'm just, you know, getting passionate about it. It doesn't bother me. And I don't understand. This goes into that mental health video I did yesterday. I don't understand why people have to make everything a WWE versus AEW thing. It's not. I like AEW. I like WWE. What I love is professional wrestling. When I sit down to watch WWE, and this is what people that get crazy mad about ups and downs, but I love you all the same, don't seem to realize is that I never watched WWE going, well, AEW wouldn't do that. I never watched AEW going, well, WWE would have done this. I watched them in their complete separate bubbles. I get up on a Tuesday like today, 6 o'clock, whatever, and I smash on um, uh, Raw, and I watch it. And I go, I like that, I didn't like it. I like that, and I didn't like it. Then I watch Dynamite, I, like it. I didn't like it. That's it. That's as far as it goes. I don't put more thought into it than that because you can't do I don't think there is a war from a fan's point of view. I think fans are just well happy. I would never understand why you would pick a side so vehemently that or vehemently, that you want the other one to fail. I, that doesn't help anybody. That doesn't help anybody. Like, WWE aren't going to be more successful if AEW dies, and AEW won't be more successful if WWE dies. They will live and die on their own merit, and hopefully actually having competition will inquire, um, you know push them to be uh, more creative and smarter with their professional wrestling. So I don't care if WWE copies them. I don't. It was so much better with atmosphere. The thing that always stood out to me every single week, especially on SmackDown, don't know why, but you get that music, oh, you ready? And then you get Michael Cole going, welcome. And you get you go from the, the, the bombastic nature of the intro video to deadly silence. And you could hear it. You could hear it. the silence was louder than the noise. As soon as we did it with these guys, I was like, oh, wonderful. Atmosphere. And Kevin Owens played off it. Look, they'll get better at cheering and booing. I saw that again. No, 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 no. It was good. I liked it. Simple as that. Um, Jenkins11 says, Are you worried about Murderhawk losing momentum after this loss? No, I said it on ups and downs. Either guy could have won, and there's a great story there. Like, there truly, truly is. Lance Archer came in and wrecked everybody for like six weeks. He's over now, and he's really good. That's the other thing. I think he's shown so many people that may not have been aware of his work. That he's really good, especially he's like early 40s or something. It's nuts. All he has to do is wreck somebody on Dynamite. Maybe he wins that Battle Royal, right? And we go Cody Lance round two. But that's all he needs to do, and he'll get back over. Again, this ties into what we were just talking about. WWE has this idea. Sometimes, that if you lose, you're in trouble. Ricochet, Cedric Alexander. Whereas AEW, this is where the sports presentation does come in. If you lose, well, next week, you may be back on doing a good thing. Like real sports. And again, that's fine. I like both versions. They all each have their own playbook and they're going with it. But I feel like AEW has done a good enough job of telling me, hey, sometimes people will lose and you should keep an eye on that. But it's not the be all and end all. That's just how I, that's just how I see it. Um, Dez says, hopefully Brit's injury isn't as bad as first thought. There were some posts at Double or Nothing after party on Twitter and she didn't have anything strapping on her leg. The rumor is, I think, six to eight weeks, what Tony Khan said. That's okay, not great, but it was six to eight months at one point. So hopefully she does come back. Talking about that Tony Khan post-media scrum too, Fighter Fest was meant to be here in the UK. It's like a dagger right in my, my heart that was. I, oh, that would have been so good. First AEW show over here. They probably could have sold out a massive venue. I wonder where they would have gone. But look, we'll get there, right? Stupid global pandemic. And yes, in terms of news too, we should mention that Drew Gulak has returned to WWE. It sounds like they came to terms on a new deal. I'm glad that what I said last week, if you haven't checked it out, go listen to the podcast last week. I feel vindicated by that. A lot of people I felt went way overboard with that. they can't believe they released Drew Gulak, where to me it just sounded like a business arrangement. And I was kind of not proud, but I'll use that word. I was proud of Drew Gulak for standing up for himself. He thought he deserved more money. He put himself out there. It's really hard to do. We talked about this last week, but again, it is really, really, really hard to do. Uh, Mr. Han041 says, "Anyone think if NXT was still on the network, AEW viewership would be over a million? Not necessarily right now, but yeah, I mean, it does take a, a chunk out of it. Of course, it does. There's no point pretending otherwise. If you're a wrestling fan, some days you're going to watch, uh, you're going to want to watch one, and then next week you're going to watch the other. But I think AEW was on the cusp of actually maybe settling out over a million with the blood and guts build before again everything happened. But we'll uh, we'll never know. We'll never know what's uh, what's going on." Um, let me see if anything else has come out. I mean, the Undertaker Last Ride documentary, you should 100% be watching it. It is absolutely brilliant. An incredible, uh, look into the Undertaker's life. The, the death of that character in many ways, but you had to kill it eventually. And I think now is the right time, especially because he was meant to be retired. Uh, meant to be retired at this point. I'm just, I love it. I look forward to it each and every week. It's the best thing that the WWE network's only done. It's one of the best, um, documentaries they've ever done, which is saying something. It's got the Edge one, the CM Punk one, but I feel like this is much, um, this is much better. And other than that, I don't think there's much else going on. Apparently Ric Flair's going to get his own Last Ride style documentary. I feel like I know everything there is to know about Ric Flair, but I still watch it. Let's not pretend otherwise. And then, yeah, all the other news stories are just about Matt Riddle. Potentially moving to the main roster, which, again, is cool. Let me check one other news site. And, again, if there's anything else you'd like me to talk about, I'll talk about anything. Drop it in the comments, and we will certainly uh, we will certainly get into it. No, I think it's most people. Double or Nothing Raw. Uh, The TNT Championship, everyone hated the belt. I just don't care about stuff like that. I know, I'm an asshole and I probably should. But the the truth is, is that we all get used to it. Like I saw Rob Konkowski on Raw with the 24-7 Championship over his head. And I was like, his head, over his shoulder. And I was like, yeah, I just don't care. I'm not into the look. My favorite belt ever is the winged eagle belt to the point I actually bought one. But um, I'm I'm not saying you can't be into belts. Yeah, sure, you want to get mad about a belt, but get mad about a belt. But it just, it just it doesn't bother me. It's like when the Viking Raiders were called the Viking Experience. Yes, it was terrible. But I'll just get used to it after a while. Like Universal Champion. It's a dumb name. But I'm just used to it now. It's Braun Strowman's Universal Champion. Okay. <laughs> that was weird, wasn't it? What is that a backlash? Braun Strowman versus The Miz and John Morrison. That's really strange. I can't get my head around that one. I know it's a filler feud. But I don't see why you need to beat up The Miz and John Morrison. Unless they're going to win. Not against it. Again, talking about these empty arena shows where you can kind of get away with murder a little bit, not entirely against The Miz and John Morrison being dual champions. I know, I know it would wind people up, but there are lots of things that I would do right now that you wouldn't be able to do otherwise. I would make Otis Universal Champion, for example, in the same ilk. Yes, I'd probably let The Miz and Morrison run with it. I think you could probably get quite funny stuff out of that. Not that your world title should ever be used in that way, but again... I'd turn Chris Jericho into Witch Jericho for six months. <laughs> Just have some fun with it. I'd have all three of Matt Hardy's personas fight themselves. I'm an idiot. I'm a goof. And I should never be in charge in a, uh, a what do you call it, uh, wrestling company. Ever. Ever. We're still don't, talking about that as well. I was talking to some wrestling promoters over the weekend. We still don't know when British wrestling is going to come back. British independent wrestling. Which blows my mind. What if there's no wrestling in 2020 from an independent standpoint? I can't handle that it's too much <laughs> it's, too, it's too much uh well we 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 will see we, we never know uh, you never know uh ola africa by Toto. <laughs> only africa by Toto says hello mr miller hello to you my friend uh, some people talking about the undertaker doc. yep i absolutely love it river 24 morning simon not a wrestling fan but been following you since a video game of days well thanks man keep an eye on this twitch channel because we will be doing some gaming streams soon as well i'd love to have you uh, along and now everyone just saying how much they love which jericho <laughs> jericho's another guy he just can't do anything wrong he can't do anything wrong. He's absolutely uh, he's absolutely awesome. All uh, right, we've got a few minutes left, so ask any questions you want. Just go mad and I'll answer whatever you have. Throw it at me and we'll talk about that. I just want to make sure I haven't missed any news over the weekend that may have come out. I mean, the big thing was Hannah Kimura, which was just unbelievable, and Shab Gaspard, which was unbelievable. It's a sucky week for wrestling. And I really hope that maybe we would come out the other side being more of a... And it's not you guys. It's always the vocal minority, but just more of a tight-knit unit. And then yesterday, people were just slugging things at each other. And I don't get it, man. Like when you're at work or even in life, if you don't like someone, you try and avoid them. And yet on Twitter, we go out of our way to just say, it just doesn't make sense to me. I would never do that. Like I've got enough negative things in my life without trying to make a new rod from my own back. It really, really blows my mind. But hey-ho, that's none, I'm not going to worry about it. I said my piece and I'll move on. I just think people would be far happier if they focused on the good in their life. Um, and not even worry about other people if you don't like how somebody else operates well they're gonna you're not gonna be able to change them it's massively unlikely so you should just let them get on with it and you should focus on you just don't let anybody drag you down right and I do it too sometimes you wake up on the bad side of bed and someone tweets you or you see a comment and you get mad like one that really got me the other day was like Miller you need to just choose an audience that's what you're coming at me for man (laughs) what dick thing to say and it was filled with swear words and everything I was like oh it doesn't matter I make content that I'm passionate about and if it does well of course I want it to do well that's why I'm streaming on here right now I'm going to try and double down on the YouTube on demand thing to see if it's true but ultimately you got to make stuff that you care about otherwise you'll see through it one of the reasons why the week in gaming podcast went away we'll come back soon um but I realized I just I just needed a break from games and I didn't want to have anything that felt too transparent or dishonest I was like, okay, we'll just leave it for a while. Longer than I meant to, but I'm going to get back on it. So, yeah, you know, that's the uh, that's the long and the short of it. Uh, in Anya42 says, is WWE making Kurt Angle work during furlough? It is weird. He's a special guest referee on NXT? I have absolutely no idea. It's a very, very good question. Uh, Only Africa by Tito again. Do you think the gimmick of the anti-wrestler could work? It means that person has no music and wears normal clothes. Right now, yes. Right now, Baron Corbin should be doing that gimmick. and would be the funniest thing ever. I miss Baron Corbin. I never worked on the Indies, so flub you character. Guy was hilarious. Pissed so many people off. I don't know why we didn't do it. Uh, Death 89, which Metallica song would you use as your theme song? Master of Puppets or One or Creeping Death or loads of other ones but they're they're the three that come to to mind. Uh, Patch 112 says, I'm personally anticipating the Omega Page versus Young Bucks 2, although I feel the belt will be dropped to someone else than the Bucks. Challenge for it. I don't know what we're going to do with that because we do need to get back to that storyline eventually. Or have we just moved on from it now and decided that Hangman Page is not going to get booed in a million years? So there's no point. Also, that one winged angel. If you go to my Twitter right now, at Simon316, and find the video that I tweeted late last night of a different angle of the one-winged angel on Sammy Guevara at the end of that match. I mean, look, it's been gimmicked and they're protected as best as they can. Still unbelievable. Unbelievable. That whole thing was bonkers. Absolutely bonkers. It it blew my mind and it still does. Mister Hand 41 I want an AEW version of Halloween Havoc featuring Witch Jericho. (laughs) Witch Jericho. I love how we're calling him Witch Jericho. He just put a cone on his head and made laughing noises, so dumb. Death89, I love how Undertaker used now that we're dead at WrestleMania. Yeah, that was surprising, wasn't it? Of course I forgot about that, and then they they, they took it out of the Raw replay because they didn't want to pay the licensing fee. Like, licensed music is so important because it does drum up a certain feeling inside of you. I thought that was really short-sighted to take it out. And I know it's expensive, but all the same, I would have I kept it in, I would have paid the money. Well, it's easy for me to say that, it's not my money. <laughs> if it was I probably would have gone no we're in a pandemic save some I don't want to do it I don't want to do it uh looking forward to Smackdown although we did another podcast before that I've already decided I think AJ Styles is going to win the IC championship tournament hence why they made the switch which is fine I'll take Sami Zayn as the IC champion especially if Sami Zayn then comes back well that doesn't make sense because how can you do Sami Zayn versus Dan they're the same character almost okay that'll be fascinating but I think he will um, What else is happening on SmackDown? There's something else that I can't remember. I oh, was just Intercontinental title tournament matches. I can't remember off the top of my head. But uh, we'll find out. I think we'll find out. We'll see what Braun Strowman does with the Miz and Morrison. I like the fact The Fiend has disappeared from SmackDown. Less is more with The Fiend than Bray Wyatt. Where's he gone? You should be asking questions. Where's he gone? What the hell happened? You know, there's absolutely imperative that you do stuff like that. So yeah, I was a big fan of that. Uh, Death89, even though they also use ACDCs for those about to rock as one of the themes. I guess some are cheaper than others. I don't know. Metallica, I would guess are expensive there maybe acdcr too. I've never tried to license a song I imagine it must be quite hard especially on YouTube that whole thing will that whole thing will kick your ass uh, right so if you are watching live in 10 minutes 2pm uh, BST head on to what culture rest thing make sure you give them a subscribe live ups and downs I'll be in the chat saying hello to everybody and yeah remember like, there's other po- there's a podcast literally over the weekend that you will not get unless you subscribe to the audio feed. So search for Simon's Pro Wrestling Show on whatever it is that you use to podcast and join in the fun. Give me a subscribe. Let's get those numbers up too. Uh, if you are on my Twitch channel right now, give me a follow, whatever the right word is. Same with YouTube. Give me a subscribe on there as we continue that journey. Instagram and Twitter at Simon316. If you're only gonna pick one, pick Instagram. That's my new little I just like giving myself challenges every now and then. So I'm like, hey, let's do let's do Instagram for a little bit. And yeah, patreon.com forward slash Simon 316 Thank you to everybody who has supported me this week. You make me sleep a little easier at night. And uh, shout out to that guy. Somebody alerted me to a Reddit thread where I had been mentioned. And one guy just saying that I'm just begs for money all the time. <laughs> Dude, I'm a freelancer. <laughs> if I don't beg for money. No one pays me. I don't have a stable paycheck. <laughs> really, really made me laugh. I mean, it obviously got to me. Uh, but then again, he doesn't know my situation. Why am I even talking about him? Why am I even giving him the time, uh, the time of day? A few people asking, why can't I send you bits? Yeah, bits are like super chats if you're over from YouTube. I need to build up my followers and I need to build up. I think we have to do... Uh, it's like 360 minutes. It's more than that. It's a lot. We have to do a certain amount of minutes this month in the next four-week period in order to unlock subscribers and bits. And that's what I'm going to do now, which is why I'm saying, please make sure you smash the the follow button on the Twitch. If you're listening on audio, make sure you go to Twitch and do it now. I'm going to just do all these shows here and there. We'll build the numbers up, and then we can finally, uh, we can finally do it. Um, somebody dissing me for wearing a vest. Dude, it is so hot in the UK at the moment. It is so hot. When you see ups and downs, my face is just red through sweat, whatever I've got to do um, right now to cool myself down, I'm doing it. And I'm on brand Sting. It's a Sting top. WWE merchandise, which of course is no longer affiliated with Sting because his contract expired and he's a free agent. Is he going to turn up in AEW? I'm all right with that. Some people were surprised. They were like, do you really want to see another legend, which he is, in AEW? When it comes to Sting, yes. Sting's majesty and a Law and aura has never worn off for me. I flipping love Sting, and I don't know why. I just do. Um, I like seeing Brian Cage at Double or Nothing as well, they're talking about the association thing. Don't get the association with Taz, but I'm not going to jump all over it until I see what they do. Kind of does feel like they're going for a Paul Heyman, Brock Lesnar thing. That's okay. You know, that's okay. That works. It's not like Paul Heyman and Brock Lesnar is absolutely original. So... I don't know. It was just I don't want to. You do, you never want to overdo the, the idea too much, right? Cody Arn, but Cody Arn is good, and Jake and Lance is good. There's another one too, which I now I can't remember. Oh, Tully and Sean. Well, I mean Tully is only appearing on Sean Spears's pants at the moment, <laughs> so I guess you can. I guess it's only four. It's only four, but you know you do start getting into a bit of a pattern with this stuff. So we'll see. You know, we'll see. And if Sting wants to go in there, I don't think the Sting character would be affiliated with everyone. He's never really been that way. I know the NWO thing, but you know what I'm talking about. And the question is, can he have one last match? I don't need to see it. You know, he's a 61-year-old dude. He's got bad neck problems. To me, it's more about just seeing Sting. And I would also hold off until you've got a crowd. You don't want Sting to walk out and not get a crazy reaction right that's where the money is that's where the excitement is that's where the adrenaline is and I think he knows that too and they don't need him right now they just had Mike Tyson on you don't need to run everything into the ground uh, with, with the, I think they know that too I think Tony Khan's a really smart dude so um yeah I, I really hope I, I'd love to see Sting just one. I think the, I think it's because it ended so badly with the whole Seth Rollins stuff which again nobody's fault but it happened I want to see him go out on a high Match the undertaker That's the Undertaker's whole thing right now. He wants to go out on a high. Is he going to be able to do it? Is he going to be able to find that match? I think he probably would with AJ Styles, but... um... Yeah, and JamDev says as well, just to tie it in, I could do without too many uh, more old wrestlers than AEW. I'm much more interested in the young talent they are developing. And I think that's fair. But I think they kind of get a pass too because they are developing that young talent. You know, it's like a two-way street. If they're only doing one like WCW was doing, but I mean, Darby Allen star. Sammy Guevara, star. MJF, star. Jungle Boy, star. Wardlow, you know, on the cusp, but I think we'll, I think we'll crack out, star. So they're balancing it. You know, they've, they've got it going each way. Uh, yeah, but you just don't want to overdo it. You can overdo it with young stars. That's fine. I should say Chris Statlander too, Britt Baker, you know Sheeda, all these people. Nyla Rose. I all think these people have good, um, uh, good futures. I didn't mean to just focus on, uh, focus on women there. Uh, someone says uh, one uh, only Africa baby Toto, whatever it is. Uh, sting last match should be a tag match. We can tag with three other people to help him. Anything like that is fine. All I need to do is see a Scorpion Deathlock and uh, the, what's it called? The Stinger Splash and I can't believe the other thing. It's called. What an asshole I am. Anyway, just let me see them and I will be a happy happy dude. Everyone just loving Sammy Guevara now, right? I wasn't massively high on him when AEW started. Now I think he's absolutely badass. On that note, I'll give you a salute. Again, a few minutes time, head over to What Culture Wrestling Should You So Wish, and I'll see you there too. Otherwise, make sure you subscribe to the podcast on audio. I've given all the other things out. Thank you for joining me, and yeah, check my YouTube channel about 5 p.m. later if you want a brand new video. I'll see you soon.